Welcome back to the More Than Capable Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Shannon Baker, a coffee-loving mompreneur that started as a virtual assistant and turned into a total systems geek. And I want to help you shift your mindset and embrace your worthiness while creating systems in your business so you can be more productive and build success on your own terms without the mom guilt. Are you loving that? Well, I hope you're ready for real conversations that will help you beat the perfectionist inside, rediscover your strengths, and uplevel your self-love in the mom cracks of time so you can stop letting fear hold you back because you are enough and you do enough. We are more than capable mompreneurs. So grab your cup of coffee, some sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine, and let's dive in. Well, welcome to episode number 59, which is the second episode of a three-part series that's going to help you organize your home-based business so you can be more productive. Now, in episode number 58, which is the first of this three-part series, I shared a simple process that you can use to declutter and organize your digital files so that you can stop losing time looking for those documents you need and spend more time getting things done, including enjoying your life. Now, today we're going to talk about another time-sucking business task that is essential, email management. Your inbox is one of the largest culprits that steal valuable time from you, but you can't run your business without it. And like most small business owners, you can't seem to get a handle on it no matter what you've tried, right? Well, if you've been trying to figure out where to start, then this is a great first step for you. So get ready to tame that inbox and keep it under control with the tips that are shared in this recast episode. 10 hours a week. That is the average amount of time we spend reading and responding to emails. It's totally mind-blowing. What other tasks would you like to be spending that time on right now? I'm thinking maybe relaxing by the pool, reading a new book, work on that online course that you purchased, or even just binge watching one of your favorite shows on Hulu or Netflix. Your inbox is one of the largest culprits that steals your valuable time, but you can't run your business without it. And like most mompreneurs, you can't seem to get a handle on it. Now, I'm by no means at inbox zero. But my inbox is pretty organized and I can find what I need very quickly when I'm looking for it. So today I'm going to share a simple six step process with you to help you get your inbox under control and keep it that way. And I need you to stop worrying about inbox zero and focus on creating better habits while changing your mindset. Yes, I said stop worrying about inbox zero because it's a never ending battle. I mean, think about it. You can literally mark all of the messages in your inbox as read, but they're clogging up your mental inbox because you know something still has to be done. You still need to look at them and see if you need to respond. Well, it's much more productive for you to just clear away emails because you've taken care of them or you know what you have to do because it's filed away properly. That also clears out your mental inbox. Are you with me? Is that sounding good? Okay. So that's what the process that I'm going to share with you today is all about. When you get used to handling your emails this way, it's way better than inbox zero, which really doesn't exist. Now, if you're driving, working out, or doing something where you can't take notes, don't worry about it because there's a download available in my free online resource vault 
and it contains this process in written form step by step and includes swipe files that you can use later. But let's go ahead and get started. We're going to start by clearing out your overloaded inbox. The first thing I want you to do is to create a folder and name it before whatever today's date is. It's easier to make a fresh start from today moving forward, and then you can go back and clean up those old emails. Now, when you're ready to start cleaning out that folder, you're going to do this in increments of 15, 20, or 30 minutes. You have to decide how much time you want to invest in this every week and put those time blocks on your calendar as archive cleanup and then set alarms and reminders on your phone so you don't forget it. And always remember, little actions combined make huge strides. That will help you keep this task front of mind and you can still get everything else done that's on your schedule. This process is basically time blocking this task in your schedule. Now, if you aren't familiar with this idea, you can go back and listen to episode four, where I walk you through what time blocking is and how to do it, because that's the method that I use to get more done every day by doing less. Now, let's talk about doing some cleanup. Now, before you start, you need to sort your inbox by name or by subject and then set your timer for the amount of time that you're going to work on this task and then get to work. Step one. Start mass deleting or archiving messages you know you don't need, like notifications from your social media accounts, which, by the way, you need to unsubscribe from those or turn them off. Reminders from past events, newsletters that you've already read and are not going to read again, and emails that are no longer relevant because they're just old. Get rid of it. Step two. Start unsubscribing from newsletters that no longer align with your business vision or mission. And be honest with yourself about this. Do you really read all of the emails that you get after you sign up for that freebie? You attend the networking event or sign up for a webinar? You know, all the things that come with running a business. I'm sure the answer is no, because I know I don't. So you need to unsubscribe from all of those email funnels. If you're not sure where to start, check in your trash folder for any emails that you haven't read. If you've deleted it without even looking at it, you don't need it. So unsubscribe from it. Not to mention you save the person that's sending the email time and money if they pay based on the number of subscribers. If you aren't interested in buying what they have to offer, do them a favor and unsubscribe. That also means you're getting less emails that you don't want or don't need. Now, if you post online for suggestions about this or Google how to clean up your inbox, Google will probably suggest you use something called unroll.me. Now, here are a few things that you need to know before you use that. And I personally suggest that you don't, but it's your choice. So here's the skinny. It really is not a long-term solution to your problem. It's a quick fix. It doesn't really unsubscribe you from anything. It just prevents future emails from being seen in your inbox. And then when you stop using it, it's going to dump everything back into your inbox. Not to mention their privacy policy plainly states that, in quotes, we may collect, use, transfer, sell, and disclose non-personal information for any purpose, in quote. So in other words, the program scans your inbox for email sales receipts, and sells an anonymous version of that data to companies like Uber and Lyft. 
So they get insight into how people are spending their money. So I think it's better for you to just bite the bullet, sort your emails yourself using these tips and just unsubscribe from anything that you don't need manually. Now, step three, you need to create folders to sort the emails that you're keeping. So make top level folders for general topics or type of emails that have several messages that relate to each other, like receipts, customers, networking, travel. You get the point, right? You can always add and change folders as you learn what's best for you. You can even create a folder called file later for anything that you're not sure about right now, or you can create an unsubscribe folder for anything you're not sure you want anymore, but you want to think about it and come back to it later. Now, here's the key. When your timer goes off, you need to stop and move on to your next task for the day. Then put this process on rinse and repeat for every inbox cleaning period you have blocked off on your calendar. So now the question is, how can you keep your inbox under control? That's where step four of the process comes in. You need to create a schedule for checking your email. So determine how many times a day you're going to check your inbox. Keep in mind, again, these are short periods of 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. So determine how much time you want to spend in your inbox total every day. That means you need to know how many other viable things you have room for in your schedule. Again, time blocking your schedule will help you to know that. So make sure you go back and listen to episode four. But to help you get started, let's let's take an example. Say you've decided you don't want to spend more than 90 minutes a day in your inbox. You can break that down into three 30-minute time blocks in your schedule. Then you block those times off as meetings and set reminders on your phone to keep you on schedule. Now, this process is going to require you to commit to making a change in the way that you do things. Changing your mindset about emails can help keep your unread count down thereby keeping your anxiety level down. But you have to be convinced that this is a more efficient way to stay on top of your emails and that this allows you to be more productive. Now for step five, you need to create a file structure for your emails. Your inbox serves as the staging area, so it's not the place where emails should sit too long. Now, as far as creating a file folder structure, I'm going to recommend two systems for you and you can start with whichever one that works best for you. But no matter which one you choose, when you're sorting your inbox and you come across an email that you can respond to in two minutes or less, please do that. Now, if any email requires more time than that, then you need to move it to a folder for another one of your email time blocks. Now, the first file structure I'm going to talk about is based on the next step that you need to take with the email. You may be familiar with it, this this structure. It's called the four D's of productivity. The first D is for delete. You need to delete any unnecessary emails. This includes requests for things that will not help you grow your business. So ask yourself, will this help you reach your goal? If it won't, then you need to say no, just delete it. Now, if you're a people pleaser, this one may be a little bit hard for you. Your time, energy, and attention span are limited and you need to protect them by sticking to your boundaries. And I talk about sticking to the boundaries that you've set in your business and in your life in episode seven of the podcast. 
So always remember, the only people that get mad at you for having boundaries and sticking to them are the ones that benefit the most by you not having them. There's a link to that in the show notes if you need to go back and take a listen to it. Now keep in mind, some of the emails in your delete folder may require a response to the sender to explain why you're saying no. Be sure to decline offers that don't align with your goals, renegotiate commitments that don't match your values, and delete any tasks that you don't have to do. This creates space for the things that you need to be focused on and the things that light you up in your business. And if you're not sure what to do with it, then we move on to the second D. Defer it until later. These are tasks that you know are going to take longer than two minutes to address. There are things that you consider to be worthwhile, but you have to put it to the side because you you need to check your other priorities. Flag the emails that you want to take a closer look at first, but make sure you don't set yourself up for failure. Postponing important tasks often leads to procrastination and this increases your anxiety. And if you've listened to episode 18, you know the higher your anxiety, the less sleep you're going to get at night. So if you flag an email and then you determine you need to move it to the do list, which we'll talk about next, then if it's a possible pursuit, create a bucket list or a someday list in something like Trello or Evernote so that you can circle back to that later. Now let's talk about that do folder. These are for tasks that only you can do. If you can respond to something in two minutes or less, then do it. Use pre-made templates to help you with that. And we're going to talk about that later as well. But think about this. There are studies that say that you can actually handle about one third of your email messages in less than two minutes each. The common type of emails that you usually can deal with quickly are FYI emails that don't usually require any action from you. You can just file them for reference later if necessary. But promotional emails, these emails are the ones that you get about someone has a new website, an upcoming event, a webinar, or a podcast. You can usually decide in two minutes or less if you're interested or not. And the third type is sanity check emails. These are usually from your clients who are just checking the status of either a deliverable or a task that you're working on together. And you can usually quickly reply with something like, I'll have it ready for you by the end of the week or something to that nature. Easy peasy, and it's done. Then there are invitation emails. Now, these usually require you to either accept or decline. And the action is pretty straightforward and can always be dealt with in less than two minutes. But here's the caveat. Make sure you check your calendar before you accept so you don't overbook yourself. So sometimes you will need to defer your response to make sure you are not over committing. And the fourth and final D is delegate. This is pretty obvious, right? If you have a virtual assistant, move emails here that they can take action on for you. And if you can outsource a task to someone that can do it faster than you, then do that so that it opens up time in your schedule for something else that's more productive for you. And here's a quote from Richard Branson that I like. If you really want to grow as an entrepreneur, you've got to learn to delegate. Now, I know this is often easier said than done, and you should not take this step before you're ready. One of the necessities is having your systems in place. 
because delegating is an entire process of its own. It's a very strategic move and it can actually be frustrating and overwhelming if you and your business are not ready. I started my business as a virtual assistant and sometimes it was a tug of war to get the information that I needed from my clients to complete the task. Do not be that person, please. That's why I did a three episode series to help you successfully partner with a virtual assistant to save you time so you can grow your business without being overwhelmed. That's episodes eight, nine, and 10. And of course, a link will be in the show notes. Now for the second file structure you can think about. This is great for someone that likes to file things logically like me. And this gives you a little bit more flexibility because it's based on your priorities. Now, there are four categories that you can start with today, this week, this month, and this quarter. So today is what you need to respond to today, of course. This week, anything that you need to respond to by the end of the week. This month is anything that needs a little bit more attention, but doesn't need an immediate response. And this quarter is for anything that doesn't need an immediate response and it fits into your long-term goals. And you can also create an FYI folder, which is for anything that is informational that you may need to reference again later. And then once you get your folder set up, you need to guess what? Set a timer at the beginning of each time period that you have designated in your calendar so that you can start sorting and flagging emails. And then when your timer goes off, what are you going to do? You're going to stop and move on to your next task for today and put this process on rinse and repeat for every inbox cleaning period that you have blocked off on your calendar. And remember, whichever file structure you choose, this is just a starting point. As you get used to doing this, you can adapt it for what works for you. Now for the final step, number six, you need to create response templates. And were you wondering how you could respond to an email in two minutes or less? Templates are the key, of course. Now, there are some swipe files included with this uh, download for this episode to help you get started. But you can create email templates that you can customize quickly and respond to frequently asked questions like requests for meetings or other scenarios that you encounter pretty often. And here's a bonus tip. You know, all of those freebies, challenges, online courses and stuff that you sign up for. Stop using your regular email address, create a free Gmail account for all of that stuff so that you only get direct business emails in your personal inbox. Bam. And that is it. So now that you have this process to clean up your inbox and to keep it pretty organized, you need to retrain your brain so that your inbox is no longer a distraction. So keep your email app closed, except for your designated time blocks in your calendar and turn off email notifications on your computer, your phone and your tablet. That way you can be focused and productive throughout the day without the distractions by the ding. I want you to be spending your time growing your community and your business right now, but more importantly, spending quality time with your family, not drowning in a bunch of unnecessary and unorganized emails. Well, thank you for tuning in to this episode. You are now equipped to get that inbox under control and keep it that way. But don't forget to grab the ebook and the swipe files. The link is in the show notes. And if you would like to know a few Gmail hacks that will help you keep that inbox organized, 
be sure to go back and listen to episode 46. A link to that is going to be in the show notes as well. I cannot wait to hear about all the things you're going to get done with the time you free up once you get that inbox organized. So please send me a DM on Instagram at the underscore Shannon Baker and be sure to share it with me. Now, if you've enjoyed listening to the show and you have not left me a review yet, please head over to ratethispodcast.com slash more than enough and leave your feedback there for me. It is greatly appreciated. Before you go, don't forget to tune in next week for part three of this series because I'm going to reshare some tips to help you create your processes as a checklist so you can work more efficiently once you get everything organized. And remember, you are more than enough. So until next time, keep calm and streamlined.